Page one. This is an introduction of the Ramban to Sefer Shmos. I figure by now we should really find out what the Sefer is about, right? <laughs> okay. That's Parsha's Truma already. It's, you know, seventh Parsha of, of, of Sefer Shmos. Yeah, we should probably find out by now. Hisham HaKas of Sefer Bereish. Yeshua Sefer HaYitzir B'Kiddush Arlum Yitzir is called Neitzir. Sefer Bereish is... I just want to point out fascinating. I think I pointed this out to you once. That it's fascinating to me that the, 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 the Latin names of the books of the Bible really are based on Chazal. Leviticus is, is the laws of Tars Kahanim. Chazal referred to the Chemish Bakudim. It's the, it's the book of, of Numbers. Mishnah Torah is Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is two and Nomi is law. Deuteronomy is the second law of Mishnah Torah. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. And Genesis is creation and Exodus is Sefer Gula. So we call them Breshish Mosvikar which is like just some, that, that's words in the se- that's words from the Sefer, but they call it by the name Chazal name them Chazal name them Teres Kahanim Chavish Pekudim So the first Sefer is Sefer Yitzira, right? So that's so the whole Sefer is about Yitzira. Okay, so why is the whole Sefer about Yitzira? Pekudish Rabbim the creation of the world. So that takes you through one parak, one and a half parakim. Yitzira is called how everything in the world was created. Ubikre Ha'avus Kulam, and the Avus. The whole stories of the Ovis, Shehem, King, and Yitzira, Lazarim, which is also a concept of Yitzira. They're creating the path, they're setting up the, the seeds which are going to come to fruition in the children. They're setting up the path. They shall call me Graham, Yitzira, the worm, the liberals, the dia, colossi, lover, the Whatever happens to the Ovis, my son is a similar bonum. So whatever happens to the Ovis is going to act in some way, the vehicle, the path, how it's going to happen to the children. So that's all Yitzira. The whole Sefer of Rashes, the story of all of the Ovis is all. Creating uh, something for us. So now we're going to start the story of what happens. How is it playing out? That that was this. That was the creation. That was the, that was the seed. Okay, what's the fruition of it? So we have the that this golos was beferish that they're going to go down to Mitzrayim, and they're going to come up. So this is the story. We said this before. So starting when the way went down to Mitzrayim. Which was mentioned at the end of Bereshis in the context of the end of the life of Yaakov Avinu, which is part of the obvious, but also was the the fact that to the bottom was taking effect as well. So you sort of set the story over again in, from the from the children's viewpoint. Okay, v'hinei. So now, so if if this sefer is the sefer of, of the Golas and the Geula, so that makes sense for Shmois and Re'era Bo B'Shalach Yisroi. And now that's it. They're done with. Right? And Mishpatim, whereas Mishpatim was the end of the process of, of Nesina Satara, etc. So, where does Shumat Tzav Kisisa Vayakob Bikudu fit into the picture? Why is it part of Sefer Shmois? That's him, if you think about it in a certain sense, it's very logical, it should have been part of Yikra. Yikra is about Allah of the Karbonis. Right? So, this would make, would make a lot of sense. This would be part of the Sefer of the Karbonis. The Mishkan, where the Karbonis are brought, and this is how you make the Mishkan, this is what you're going to be doing in the Mishkan. And then we'll, well, then we'll talk about the commandments of the Mishkan. We, we could have made a very good argument that the, the, these parshios, um, leaving out the Zorach at the Ego, wherever that belongs, right? You know, but these parshios, these five parshios, belong together with Tarskahanim. Now, 
Vinei Golos Enenu Nishlam Ad Shuvam El Mokaymam. They have to return to their their place. Excuse me. Vel Malos Av Esam Yeshuvah. Going back to the the the, the level of the quality of life of the Avos. Kshiyotim Mitzrayim. Avos Yotim Beis Avodim. Adayin Yachshu Bugarlim Ki Hoya Beretz Lo Lehem. So the, the, the Golas has not really ended. The Gula hasn't really been completed if they're wandering in the desert. However, when they came to Arsinai, they made the Mishkan, and the Russian put his presence in Klai Yisrael. They, they got back to the Madriga of the Ovis. The Russian's presence dwelt in the tents of the Ovis. The Ovis were in So Gula did not require that we return to the land, but it did require we return back to the state of the Shechina being in Klai The last Pesach is the Kodesh HaMaleh Mishkan. That's the end of the Sefer Mishmanis. That's the end of the that's the end of the Golos. Gula has come. When Klai Yisrael has been able to bring the Shechina back, the presence of the Shechina back amongst Klai Yisrael, which was done through the vehicle of the Mishkan, and everything we done that at that moment, that moment we can then say the Gula has been completed. So I think I told you. I mean, I did tell you, but you know, just it fits beautifully with this idea. Um, the Hirsch's point that we saw that he says that the concept of Gula. Remember, he pointed out that there were three parts of the Gzeira uh, against uh, the Obu, that Ram was told that there's going to be a state of they're going to be Geris, they're going to be aliens, there's going to be Avdus, and there's going to be the state of affliction of Inui. And when they when they when the, the Gula takes place, it takes place the worst. The order was first they went they went down the time they're at Gerim now. Then the Abbasar, then then they had the Shibud, the Karshia Shibud, where, where the they started afflicting them even more. That Bershom says, it takes away this, this, the, the the burden, that's the the state of Inui. Vitsaltis is taking away the Abdus. So he says, why is Gautiskem correspond to Gerus? What's the what's the because the, the the idea of a Goyal it's like you have in Parshas Bahar and The girl is the individual who comes along and says, "My, my relative sold this property. He's down and out. I'm there. To, I'm there to take care of him." So, as opposed to a gear who's somebody who lives as an alien, has nobody to take care of him. He's the guy you can throw out, you know, whenever you want because he has no rights to be here. The girl is coming along and says, "Don't check with him. Yisrael. He's mine. Belongs." So the state of Geula is when we have the full relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's a Goyal. There's, right? The Boyas is the Goyal, right? Because he's taking care of Rus and Naomi. So the Geula is the state of this, instead of being this wanderer which had nobody to take care of them, there's someone to take care of them. That's what Geula is. So this is what Ramon is saying. When we get to the point we have the Shkinah with us, we're wandering in the midbar, that's fine. But we have the Russian with us, we're, we're, we're not Geula. That, so that so that's why the story has to. So the Mishkan plays a tremendous role because it takes us out of Mitzrayim. But that's not the solution. That's not Gula yet. Gula is not till the Russian puts the Shkina back in the So which the Avos had that, 
Like Rashi points out, there was a, there was a, there was the the presence of the Shechina. There was an honor and kosher. There was a, there was this cloud of glory over the tent of Avraham Avinu. Yitzchak Rivka came, comes and, those, and they have this this cloud. They have the the, the presence of the Shechina over there because they were considered like they're they're the Merkava. So what's the Merkava? Merkava is um, literally a chariot, right? Um, but that the the vehicle. Literally, literally, the vehicle which allows the the this great warrior to to accomplish what he has to accomplish in the world is his is his merkava, is his chariot that takes him where he has to go, brings his presence wherever it has to be, and accomplishes whatever it has to be. The Avis were the ones who brought that presence of Kadosh Baruch back into the world, so they're the merkava. They're the ones which are carrying, literally carrying the presence of Kadosh Baruch in the bria. So. That that is the role of the office, and that was a simon which that 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 this is going to be for Klai Yisrael. Not maybe on the drag of the office, which they could do it as one person could do such a thing. A Romano could create this on his own. Klai Yisrael collectively could create this, but that's what it means. Mishkan. So Mishkan means this tremendous effort to bring the presence of Kodesh Baruch Hu into the Bria. So that's the Rebbe's introduction. So that's a very good introduction to why the last five parshias belong to Sefer Shmois as opposed to Sefer Vayikra. Um, now, it's an interesting question which we're going to deal with over here. Um, let's we'll start with the next page with this. Uh, there's a Machlokat Rashi and Rambam. Rashi learns that the Mishkan really was only given to Klai Yisrael in the aftermath of the Chet So really, the Parshas are out of order, Rashi says, that the Tzib of the Mishkan was given to Mashrabeinu and um, when he comes down by Yom Kippur, and they, they've been promised a kapor with the Chet Ego, mm-hmm. so it's out of order. And really, the, the, the parashi is really immediately after Mishpatim, we should go to the story of Chet Ego, and then from there we should go to all of the Melechaz of Mishkan, etc. That's how Rashi, the Rabban disagrees. He says, no, the parashi is a given all the Seder. Therefore, the, the Mishkan was already. Told to Moshe Rabbeinu was at Sivoy before the Chet Eagle. Um Moshe did not actually tell Klaisel about it until after the Chet Eagle because of the the story how it played out. So he didn't didn't give the Sivoy, but it was ready in the works. Ready was supposed to be that's supposed to be the vehicle ready before the Chet Eagle. So what was according to Rashi? What was supposed to be? What was what was Plan A before the Chet Eagle? According to Rambam, this is Plan A. But you need that intermediary Plan A. Oh. So, 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 so Rashi doesn't say clearly what's supposed to be, but there's a, there's a uh, interesting piece over here of the um, Supernal at the end of Parshas Yisrael. Okay, so he said like this: Kilavur So Mashiach tells Klai so don't don't be scared. The Russian was doing this to me to raise you up, a of laharim nais to put you up as a high being. Russia was getting ready for the Kaisel will be in the Vim. Kaisel will be in the Vim. We see that later on, Ilya Navi, Shaisa Oz, the Vuasabi, Yosem, Mishtamish, Bechushav. He wasn't, like the Rama says, that normally a Navi would have to go into some type of a trance. He could not get in the Vua when he was fully awake. Moshe Rebbe being an exception. Um, well, Ilya was also like that. Kaisel it wasn't a daft limit to the Moshe Rebbe. He was he 
put his cloak on, walked to the Pesach Mora. He was totally functional. It wasn't as clear as Moshe Ben as the Bua. But it was, so Kalayasil is going to receive a, a Nevoa along the lines of where Moshe Ben received the Nevoa. That it's, the human being is able to talk to a Kodesh Baruch when the human being is functional. Right? So normally we understand that what was the Kiddush of Moshe Rabbeinu? That the, normally for an average Novi, the body acts as a barrier to the presence of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and the body had to be quieted, as it were, because the Neshama can connect to Kodesh Baruch Hu, but the body is, is, is a problem. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu was able to have a Nevoa where the body was functional, which means the body was not a barrier. His, his, his body was so pure, there wasn't a barrier. You have, you have this Yaakov Shimani um, and Parshas Hazinu, where it talks about the Pesukim that the, the about it's time for Moshe to die, so Yaakov there says that the the Rosham came to Rosham was was nifter through Nashika. Rosham comes and says and tells Rosham it's time to leave. He says I don't want to leave. It's such a beautiful Kaddish, beautiful pure body. I'm so happy here. I don't want to leave. He says Biti, it's time to come out. It's the language that Rosham says so to Nashab Biti, my daughter, it's time to come out. He says no, I don't want to leave. And the Russian had to like you know co- coax her out. Like, that's the way human's body is supposed to be. Like the average, the average place in the shaman says, you know, the Russian says, you know, says, yeah, Baruch Hashem, get out of his body already. Like, you know, like, you know, the body is not kaddish. But you see that it's possible that Klaisel went by Harsinai and the bull like Moshe. Means Klaisel was able to get to the madrega of direct communication with Baruch and the body was not a barrier. We can raise our bodies up to the point where the body is part of the process. Okay. Um, okay. Um, now, Pazachov, Usasuniti, Eloi Chesel Hizov. You have no need to create any vehicle to connect to God's border. It was direct communication without any vehicle. So, don't make anything which would be a vehicle, would be some type of an intermediary. Now, I don't need any fancy buildings to come to you. Yeah, I want you to serve me through a Mizbeah. There's no need to make it fancy because that's not the vehicle. You're the vehicle. Wherever you gather, I'll come to you. Why is there need for a Mizbech at all then? Mizbech was the purpose, was a place that we should serve. We should serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But, but that, that's, we need a vehicle to serve. But it's not that the Bresham, we need that, that's the way the Bresham comes to us. The, the supporter is saying, um, don't make it fancy. I'm a doctor, you, I want you to understand. That's not that there's going to be. Now, the Mishkan was gorgeous, it was gold, it was silver, it was not like this. So the supporter said later on, this is all plan A. Plan A was that there was no Mishkan. Wherever you get together, I'm going to come to you. Whatever you make your base of I'll come to you. 
As opposed to right now, we have to come to him. We have to find, there's a specific place in Bershom, lets the Shekinah be visible, the Mishkan. Before the Chet Egel, it was everywhere. The Bershom Shekinah was, was totally accessible anywhere in the Bria. Um, and he says, Los Alamalos, you know, I'm not, not asking you to make it fancy, you can't be like, bizarre with it. You know, you have to take, you have to, you have to act with the, with the proper director. That's how this supporter understands what plan A was. So take a look over here. Next page. There's a medrash and precious bracious. Okay. Um, Amr Baba Bar Kahana. I should give him on the medrash. It says, mm-hmm. It doesn't say Mahalech, it says Mishalech. Malech ain't Sivkan, Ella Mishalech. Which is Lushan, like, Russian's like sort of like causing himself to be, to, to be Mishalech. It's so we dark, it's because I'll learn to Mikabetz of Ella. What's Mikabetz of Ella? The Russian was now, after the Chetz. He's sort of like like pulling himself out. He's forcing himself to walk in the gun because he was ready to jump out. The main presence of Kodesh Baruch was not in the Shemai, it was down in the Oris. So the seven Rikiyas, it left the Oris and went to the first Okay, so it went all the way up to the seventh, seventh uh, heaven. Seven generations. Avram was able to bring the Shkina back down towards the world from the seventh Rikia to the sixth Rikia. Okay. So, um, the, the tzaddikim are on the ground. The ground of the tzaddikim was the right was the real ground supposed to look like. There's a, there, was, we, there was a world where Kadosh Baruch Hu was there, present in the world. The shechina was betachtonim, and we needed to do a process that that was the way it was supposed to be. And now we have to do this process to bring it back because the the, the chet was created a separation. We have to bring it back, but the ikar shechina was supposed to be borrowed. Our Chaim says. Says Brachis Barlakim Esa Shemai Mesa Oritz. First possible, right? There's no difference in Shemai and Oritz. They're equal. Right now, Shemai and Shemai with all, all the Kedusha Shemai and Oritz is pretty like lowly. That wasn't the way there was in the beginning of the Bria. Shagam Shemai Mehemel Yonim. I'll be Kane Gam Oritz. How you say together at Tahara? Adam was created from the ground. Adam was created from the ground. The Medrash says that the Malachim saw him, and they were so overwhelmed by the pre- the Malachim was so overwhelmed by the pre- what Adam Rishon looked like, 
that they were ready to say Kedusha to Adam Rishon. They saw Adam, they thought he was a Kodesh Baruch Hu, thought he was Kaviyochul, Hashem Kaviyochul, and they were ready to say Kedush, 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 Hashem Tzavokas to Adam Rishon. This is a matter of sense. So he's made from the ground. This dirty, lowly, tomato-decker ground that wasn't lowly and dirty, it wasn't tomato. It was pure, it was gorgeous. Hashem made the world as a place where he should exist. So if that's true, the Bershom will want to put a shkina here. The, the world has to be Kaddish. There's no difference in Shemayim more since the beginning of the creation. Everything was equal. Um, so the, when the king sits, he sits on the throne, he puts his feet on the, on the footstool. The more says, that's, that's the, 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 the footstool. I mean, the end of the day, the king is putting his foot on it. So it's a place where the king dwells. The next passage says that we change it into so allegorically, he's understanding that the, the next psukim are the process of the, the Rishon bringing Choshek into the world. And the Bershah says he's going to throw a light into the world, and that's the light of Torah, which Christ was allowed to, would, would be the vehicle to bring Kodesh Baruch back into the world. Gorgeous piece of Arachim and Kodesh. Okay, if you think that's gorgeous, listen to this next piece of the piece from the Bersh, which I, I just, I can tell you, it's like, it's the, 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 the piece is just beautiful. So, so he brings this pasuk, which the Medrash makes this drasha. By Yishma, was walking in the in the in the gun. Yishma's presence was in the gun. And this verse says a remark: that originally, essentially, the principal proximity of a Kodesh was to rest down here on earth. The main place that we, the presence of Kodesh would be would be in the world. Now, we are apt to look at the case of intimate intercourse between man and God as being something extraordinary, to consider them being outside the ordinary conditions of life, which is why their authenticity is doubted by many people, considered impossible. Prophecy is strange to people. Human beings connecting Ruach HaKadosh, it's like wild stories, you know. So, you're, you're real Kedosh, so you really believe in them. You're really Kedosh, you believe in them. Ashkenazi, you're, you're skeptical. You're like, you know, like, you know, like, like it's like, Why? What, what's 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 the palette? Why can't it be like normal? It, it, in opposition to that comes a great, great proclamation that not the later mission of the prophets, God speaking to the patriarchs, to Moses and to Israel, these are not the extraordinary conditions, but rather the 6,000 years of the distance between man and God is the unnatural condition. The original relationship is that of Ikrishkin and Tatarinim. That, that, that the, the normal state of being is that Kodesh Baruch Hu is totally present, he's imminent, he's totally available. That it should be the most normal thing in the world, that Baruch Hu having prophecy with human beings. Other reason speaks to Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's like, just like the most natural thing in the world. Right? What we're looking at is unnatural. We're looking at a world where it doesn't make sense that the that Baruch Hu is present. That's not natural. The Baruch Hu should be present. That's Baruch Hu created the world for that purpose. Not on the other side of life, but down here, that which is history has shown, shows us 
is a condition of for mankind palace in which peace within his own breast, peace with nature all around the people of this God, everything is completely in harmony with it, everything is harmoniously bound up with it. The natural state is that everything fits, and we're totally connected to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and the Bria facilitates that, it's not a stira, it, it functions as, as supporting that. Nature with the blossoming garden, the animal world at its feet, even those amphibians which now keep it in with him, are friendly and amicably starting in with him, and most of this man sitting upright, the likeness of God, is up to God, and God near is speaking to him, directing and guiding him. All this all dependent on man, with all this glory of delight, sending himself to God, asking God, what is good, what is evil? All you do is, Rashim, you tell me what is good, what is evil. Not I should know. I want to eat from the, the eight sadas, and I should know, Let you, I, please just tell me what's good and bad. That's all I want. And that, everything else will fit. If you, if you stick to this plan, boom. We will live in a world where it's the most natural thing in the world that human beings talk to their creator. Um, okay. The man does not remain in this glory of him for one night. As soon as he takes animals to be his model, allows the difference between man and animal to disappear. So we found that which he said, that's the piece which he builds up before, that the, the what was the argument to the, the Nakhish made to Adamarishan? He says, there's a natural desire is a natural instinct. Who put an instinct into, him, into beings? God did. So it's God talking. So there can't be anything wrong with eating from the, the eights because you'd have a desire for it. Mostly that's what God wants you to do. So, so his point is for an, an animal, that is Emmas. An animal, their instinct is, is God-given and it's its only function. So for an animal, the instinct is, is how God speaks to them. Human beings have direct communication. You don't need to figure it out from the, the, the instinct. And the direct communication says, no, don't argue, with the, but, but really God wants yes, because that's what animals do. So oh, you want to you be like an animal? Oh, okay, fine. It's a an animal. So that's what happened. And then as soon as he became an animal, it was an animal. It says, no, so we're not, we don't have, it's, you can't communicate to God directly anymore. To open the gates of paradise once again, it's, it's to create this peace and harmony which is supposed to happen, etc. That is the purpose of the word of God, and that's the aim of the Torah. Okay? It's not, a, it's not unimportant to establish this fact out of, out of this beginning of the history of mankind. It's important to, like, I don't know why he has to say it in the negative. It's important to establish this fact at the beginning of the history of mankind. Why is it important? So this way, later on, when we come across instances of the, the prophets, or even the case when all of Kalaisal became prophets, we should not consider this as supernatural or unnatural, but we take them for a momentary return, brought about by the strength of the Torah, to the original natural condition. I, I, I can tell you, it's just like, it's just, he, he legs his effect so beautifully, he just puts it down so beautifully. How are we supposed to look at the world? We, like, you know, it's like you feel bad. Like we, we, you live in the, you know, in in the smog all your life. So you think that's called normal air. One day you wake up, you move out into like, it's like, like, why, why do I think that was called normal? <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm living in a world where Kodesh is not visible. That's the most unnatural thing in the Bria. We 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 created it. It's our fault. But it's not natural. Natural is that the Russian talks. So any human being who can come along and, you know, 
through his process of following the words of the Torah and removing the barrier which, is, which man has created between himself and his creator, so Kosh speaks to him. So you learn the Gemara in the Megillah, and the Gemara Megillah says that there were that there was Kiflaim Kiyotzi Mitzrayim Neviim There was 1.2 million Neviim and So why don't we only have we only, we only have 55 Neviim, 48 men and seven women? The Vu, which was needed for the Doris, was 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 recorded. That which was not needed wasn't recorded. It means that for the remaining. One point one, uh, you know, nine nine nine, whatever, you know, uh, forty five. Um, uh, the What was the purpose? You talk to your creator, right? You're stuck in a pshat like a war. You asked Moshe for help, and he said, "Okay, yeah, this is job. great, okay." You were not sure where the, you know, where the, you lost your animals, so you asked the Kodesh and said, oh, the animals are over there, okay. Like, you know, that was normal. Like, you know, it, it, imagine a world where you lived in that, that was like, the, like, there's people who would prepare themselves to be called B'nai and they prepared themselves, and they would get a Navua, you know, and the, you know, so that the axe fell down into the, to the bottom of the river, you bring that axe back up, like, you know, I mean, like, and we said, wow, it's like, it's a miracle. This, the the pashas was the the the, the from Matantara until um, it ended was a thousand years. The gross was a thousand years. Right. So so if you, if you argue what generation was let's say forty fifty years, so that's twenty generations. So so you had sixty thousand levim per generation. That's like a lot of people, <laughs> you know. Uh, what, uh, so, so that's 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 what that's what first takes out of the Yiddishkeit. I can tell you, it's just like I was like uh, overwhelmed by the piece. Okay. Now, um, so so the the Ramban learns that the Mishkan was going to be the vehicle now for us to do this. And the Saperna and Rashi are learning that this was this was this really but before Achet Aegel, we went we went back to the state of Adam Rishon Kadam Achet. There was no Misa anymore. The body was no longer a vehicle of a barrier between man and his creator. And any place you, you wanted to speak to God, you, you know, Rosh Hashanah, I'll come to you. It's the totally nat- most natural thing in the world. You didn't need you didn't need the uh, the the Mishkan to do that. The Rabban learned that you needed the Mishkan to do that. So what was the vehicle, what, what, what was exactly the, the, the function of the purpose of the mission? The mission allowed to do that. Um, so the Rabban says... Because basically the Torah wasn't enough to get rid of... I mean, originally, the, even the Rabban would agree they didn't need it, right? Without I, I'll reach into the correct. So okay. somehow the Matan Torah was not enough uh, to completely undo that. I mean, according to Rashi, I guess Matan Torah brought you back to that state. Correct. But according to Ramban, it sounds like it wasn't. There was another state. It wasn't the complete the, uh, process. Process, yeah. like halfway there. Okay. Now, so the Ramban, in his introduction to Parshas Shuma, says the following: um, 
So Kaisal as together got the Sarsadibus. Then Mashabeno got the Persia, the Persia, the end of Yisroi and Persia Mishpatim of mitzvahs, which were primary elements which many things to be derived from them, let's say. So we find that the idea, we don't tell them, a person wants to become a Jew, he wants to be a Geyer. So you don't tell them everything in one shot, you know, so listen, okay, first we're going to teach you all the laws of everything there is to do, and then you become a Jew. And you'll say, yes, I'm going to be a Jew. We don't do that, you know. Take a lifetime for them to hear. So we go through some basic points, you know, the, the basic ideas of what it's about. He says he's macabre that. And then we teach him the details afterwards. So the Russian did the same thing over here. We saw Kibbalayim last is Komashi Yitzhabim And they said, listen, we, we, get the main, we get the main idea. Because again, the Rabbanon, the Mishpatim was in order. So the, the, the Parshish would say Nasim and Ishma, etc., were said after Moshe Rabbeinu comes and tells Kalei, so these, these details. Ah. And Kalei says, yeah, yeah, Nasim and Ishma, we're, we're in. Um, and then there was a bris, which again, the Pesukim talk about the, 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 there was a crisis bris, and there was kabonis, etc. Rashi learns this, that took place before Matan Torah. The Rabbah learns that took place after Matan Torah. And that's the Pesukim, which we were promised before Matan Torah. Okay, now, if he ain't him kedoshim, ruyim sheyir by him mikdash lahashrus kinosim by name. So there should be a vehicle to allow the Russian's presence to be amongst klayisu. Chetzimah tchilal dvarim emishkan shiloi bayis besoicha mikdash mekudos tishmoy. So the Russian says, okay, now that we've got to this point where we've committed to each other, and you're going to be my nation, so I should join you. I, we, I shall place, and I need a place to live. Shabidabim Moshe v'itzavas b'nei Yisrael. The main purpose of the desire, the, the, the reason to have the Mishkan, so the, the, the real goal was the Oren. Okay, it wasn't so the first thing which was built, but that's what the whole story is about. That's why the Oren is mentioned first amongst all the, uh, everything else. Um, but I'm a Moshe Hikdim of Parshav Yaakov. It's a Mishkan. But so all of us mitzayu, but can also b'tzalo the fishu roy lekadam b'maisa. When you're building it, you build you build the building and then you put the, put the furniture inside. But the goal isn't the building. The goal is the furniture inside, which allows the building to have its function. Now, the side of Mishkan who? So the Ramban says, I'm going to give you the, the understanding of the. Um, the the the, deep, the deeper understanding of the Mishkan that same presence of the Mishkan which came to Klai Yisrael by Har Sinai in a very public way will continue to exist in Klai Yisrael in a more private form it's the same Kvayr Hashem the person showed us his covet by our Sinai. And here it says, So it's, it's the Kvod Hashem, which is here. It says it twice. The person showed us by our Sinai, Kvodoy and Godloy. 
So over here it says the Russian put his kvoi twice. Now Godloy was the public expression of it. We have a private expression of it, but it's there as it's not lost. So the Mishkan was the vehicle to hold on to the, the, that glorious presentation of Shekhinah by Arsinai will be maintained in Kali through the Mishkan forever. It's Mamish functioning like Arsinai. He goes to Arsinai, the Russian speaks to him. He goes to Mishkan, the Russian speaks to him. It says now it says the voice from Shemaim, just like it says by Harsinai, the word of So they were gold. Because gold, it looks like a fire. Then it gets involved in a little more Kabbalistic point over here in the next one. So the Ramban learns that Mishkan was a miniature Matan Torah. Being maintained in the Kalei Yisrael till... I mean, that should have been forever. So, again, Chayisa was Chayte, and we lost that. But the Mishkan really was... So the same way, it's so it's almost like, I mean, I'm not sure how to, how to say it properly, but, like, before the, the Chate of Adamarishan, you didn't need Matan Torah to do it. It was there. It was just, it was so natural, like, you didn't have to make an event out of it. Chayisa needed an event called Matan Torah. This is the this is the event continuing to exist, but you need you need that vehicle, right? So and Rashi would argue that they need the event. But once the event happened, Rashi would, then it goes it, back to the it goes right. So Rashi says the event brought the brought world back, back to yeah. the full clarity. Okay. Rabban says no, the event it has to continue. As the event, event continues, <laughs> you know. So it's not like you know that is the event. It's not like you know it's you know there's a new thing besides. This is Matan Torah. You know, youth of Matan Torah is the one, you know, there's a Baskal Yetzim, and it says, it, 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 the voice is still reverberating. The curl of our scene, the post says, Volo Yosef. Kogelo Volo Yosef. Shashi said, Subshatim, and the Parashat Veskhamim. One Parashat says, it didn't stop. So when it didn't stop, it means the curl of Kodesh Baruch Hu, you know, you, you have in modern science, you have the idea that you know, there's, 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 there's sound waves being sent from these, you know, from these uh, distant uh, stars which are going through the, 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 the universe. They're not stopping, they're just going. Nothing's stopping them. The vo- voice of Kodesh is still reverberating. We have difficulty hearing it. Right? She one time said, he says, you know, says the mission says in Ovis, it says that... Um, Becholyam, this 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 bas call, so we don't hear it in the full level. It's like a bas call. It's like it's the derivative of the call, as a bas call means. Right. So you you don't hear the full call. This is it says it says woe to the brias mabenoshal tarot. That's the message that's coming across. It means if you would have heard the real call, you would have heard the tarot. The call is never. Well, it's saying it's the call of matan tarot. It's this is the voice of Kadosh Baruch Hu gave gave the tarot, which is the form of the vuah. Right, so if we had heard the curl, you'd hear the Torah. The the the, the derivative of the curl is is the busha that we're not hearing the curl. 
That's, that's, so you hear oil on the Brias, we bundle Shantar. Woe to the Brias, the, the insult that they're not. If you would prepare yourself properly, you would hear Torah. You don't hear Torah. You know why? Because Taka is the Torah. Right? So, so the Rashiva said, this is, what does is this, this call do for you? He says, middle of nowhere, you get this, you get this here in Shuva. You know, I got to get better. I got to do better. So, where do you think they came from? He says, You're, You heard the Bosco. You heard that sound. So, there's, like, I don't know where, I don't know where. Just like, well, so, you know, I'm not happy with my life anymore. I need to do better. Like, where did it come from? That's, that's that voice that you're hearing. So, so the Ramban is, in a certain sense, the Ramban is like, it's not like he's, you know, uh, right? So he's not limiting and saying where, that there's a chasor. It, it's Arab, it's a certain sense, it's a Milo. We're, the Mishkan was the way to hold on to Matan Torah. Which is why the Allah is that the Sanhedrin had to be placed, the Sanhedrin has to be next to Mikdash. Rama says that, that that's, that's, there's a Kriyas Mokim, all the time it has a dinner of Sanhedrin Gadol, and when it's, ne- it's in the Shilgaz, it's next to the Mikdash. When it's there, right next to the, the, the Kerl, come, it's like it's right there receiving the Kerl. Right? This, this is the first example of wireless, you know, uh, you know <laughs> right? telephony, you know. Right? It's right there next to the Mikdash. So the Kerl, Bukhash Baruch, was going into them. Then they have a dinner of Sanhedrin Gadol. Then there's a dinner because Zakhar Mamri is Mura, he's Chayv Misa, etc. If they're not there, it doesn't exist. It doesn't have that Milo. Um, so that's maybe like uh, layer one. There's layer two, or, or layer one and a half, like a continuing idea. A step but further, the Medrash, the Rach Vikli Chumor, Refu Posaf, the Hoshamakadula, Vagabura, Kihobashmaim Wards, Bosses Kihobashmaim Wards, whatever's in Shemaim, everything is in Shemaim and in Ords. So, what does that mean? We said every day, right? What does it mean? At the Mutsukoma, Shabora, Kurusboru, Lamalon, Bora Lamata. We find something which corresponds in Shemaim and in Orts. So the way that there's a Shirdas in the Tells of Rav, Kichoba Shemaim Orts is the name of the Shirdas. Actually, there's three, three Shirdas on, on that topic. One's, you know, Aleph, Beth, and Gimel. And the way he explains it is the following. Um, you know, this Medrash, the way uh, we could have put the whole Shirdas in, but that's you know, all three Shirdas in, and that would make the packet very thick. Um, there's a, a there's a Kabbalistic concept called Mishtashalus. Mishtashalus means that um, what we see in this world, everything which exists in this world. Okay, the Roshim is, is is to to use the analogy that the analogies they use is electric generating electric generating plant transmission system and delivery system to your home. Right, so you have this dynamo, which is producing electricity in the uh, generating plant. It's producing megavolts of electricity. Right, you know, tremendous amount of you know power. Um, Then you have wires which transport it and then delivers into your home. So if this this megavolts of electricity would come into your home, it would blow into smithereens. Right, 
So you have step downs. You have transformers which allow step it down. So the brochure, anything that exists in the Bria, because it's, it's some way it's it's expression of a kosher protocol. Nothing can exist. There's nothing exists by itself. The brochure is everything exists because in some way the brochure makes it exist. So so it's it's incorrect to understand that what what the brochure does is the brochure gives it independent existence, but that's not really true. What the brochure does is he makes it exist as part of his being. It exists. So, but how do you take the infinite being and make it look like a table? How does it work? So there has to be a process. So the Zoyer, that's what Kabbalah describes the process, how there's the, 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 the different stages of stepping it down and transforming it and, and making it into something which in this very seemingly physical world, we can accept that expression of a Kodesh and, and use it in, 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 a, in a very very functional way. So now electricity comes in your home at 110 volts, 220 volts, and, and you know, and it works, and it's very, very, very beneficial, right? But if you take the same thing, well, you know, you know, the, the theory of children is if, if a little bit is good, a lot is better, right? You know, so you know, a little sugar is good. You know, pour the whole the whole container in. It gets, it's, you can't eat it anymore, right? So a little bit of electricity is good. A lot is even better. Let's make it to thousand volts. It doesn't work, right? It burns up the wires, right? Or the, or the human being, you know, whatever. So Bershom steps it down. So what happens is you can have the, the same ex, same idea, concept, being, which in, the, in, the, in its first stages, it has a certain form and appearance. When it's brought down to this world, it, it expresses itself in a, in, a, in a much more physical way. So, whatever's in Shemaim is the exact same thing as Bor. It's not, it, it, it's not a symbolism. It's not a, you know, it's not a cousin. It's the same thing being expressed in the physical world, the way, the way it looks in the physical world. But the exact same thing exists in a higher existence. The exact same thing looks different, but it looks different than the higher existence. The same way we, we sort of picture ourselves. We, 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 sort of, we, we sort of intuit that when a person is in Gan Eden, he doesn't look like me, just like a little nicer, you know, with wings, you know, right? It's a totally different existence. It's, it's, more, it's a more pure existence. But it's not a different being. It's me, just more pure, to the point where that me can exist in a world which is not physical. Right? So, um, and when I'm down in this world, I, I, I exist in a more physical sense. So you find, and then the Semitic goes to a whole list. The Malo Zvuva, Rafael, there's, there's a place called Zvul, a place called Rafael. Rei Mizvul, Kajakha, Arafel, Nigashal, Arafel. Habaad, Arafel, Yishpat. The Matan, Ozemar Shlomo, Yashemar, Maradishkar, Arafel. There's a place for Roshim to exist in this world, which is called the Rafael and Zvul. It doesn't look anything like the Rafael and Zvul in Shemai. The physical, you know, we say it's you know this cloud of glory. That, that, that physical, rea- that reality in Shemaim looks quite different, but it's the same thing. In Shemaim, there's something called the Shafim or Oimdim, and in the, in the Mishkan, the the Atishitim or Oimdim. So Shemaim, it's Malachim, and however, it's a piece of wood. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Malachim. Uh, the mountain, there's Kruvim, the mountain, there's Afanim. Over here, there's Shemechal <coughs> Kotra. Over here, there's a Hechel also. 
etc., etc., etc. So it goes through a whole list of different things. So Mamash is saying that we're supposed to look at the Mishkan and see the and understand that this is the way you express what looks in Shemaim as, as, as a sort of in the, in the physical world looks like a piece of wood. Okay. Then he goes through this whole list at the end. Okay. So the exact same thing, where, where the Russian preferred to exist? In Shemayim, so he has all the accoutrements of the Mishkan in Shemayim. He, he preferred the one down here. That's the But whatever is in Shemaim is the exact same thing as Boritz. And, and not only that, the one in the Oritz is more important. So the Ikrishkin of this is like the Medrash really giving, uh, you know, taking the concept of Ikrishkin of and really giving you the contrast. That it's Mamish, the Russian could get the exact same thing in Shemayim, and he chose Vadafkin to dwell down here. So that's Mishkan. Mishkan is not some symbolism. It's the exact same thing, etc. Um, okay. Okay. Go to the Medrash page in Saudi and the Medrash. Um, so now, Dabar Akhar, but she says it's a Kashim la Mishkan. There was a king who had this gorgeous countenance. I want you to make a portrait of me. I want you to make 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 it a, a, a resemblance of me. How can I make something like you? It's not going to have. It's not going to contain the presence and the the, the, the shine and, and the, that you have in your being. You can't capture that. You're right. You cannot give, you cannot make another me, but you can make it with your paints. That it should look. I'll be in my actual glory, and you'll make it in a paint. Okay. Russian says, I want you to see what is Shemaim and make the same thing. I'm a God. How can I make such a thing? I, I can't make Shemaim. I can't make the presence of Kadosh Baruch I can make Srafim. I'm supposed to make Srafim. How do you make Srafim? Make a drawing of it. Make an expression of it. What you see here, you will make in the matter. If you if you do a good job making what you see here in Shemayim down there. Okay, and again it has Shrafim and Shemaim, Atashitim Oimdim, Kechovim, 
Aplomata came. So where were the kachavim down here? The, the krosay hazov looked like kachavim. So, so what's unique about this samanecha, right? The, so the painter paints. He puts paint on a canvas. It doesn't become alive. It, it, it's it's just a symbolism. What's unique about this, the, 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 what Moshe Rabbeinu was doing, was creating a, a place which will be able to hold the presence of Kodesh Baruch just like it holds in Shemayim. So it's a physical representation of what's in Shemayim, but it's effective yeah. enough that it brings the Shekinah down. That was the Mishkan. That's what the Mishkan is. Then you can create such a, such a, a vehicle which allows a person's presence to exist in the physical world. Right, so you need to create something which holds the skin of a Baruch which Betzim is an illogical concept, right? So, in the Tchila Sabriya, the Bri was created in Shemai Mor's equal. But now, you need a vehicle to create it, so the vehicle which you need to create has to be parallel to what's in Shemayim. You need to create the Shemayim down on this world. Right? Um... I think it just gives us at least it gives us some some um, pause to we don't understand how it works. Right. I don't understand how I don't have to understand how electricity works and all that electricity works. I don't understand the the theory. Right. I know how to I know how to push the button to make it work for me. Right. Um, I, I I I'm a computer you know. With it. I, I take, come to the computer and, and I know how to use the computer to get it to what I have. I don't understand why it works. I understand all of the 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 process, how you move something from point A to point B, and all of the all of the programming which is necessary to be able to know that I can I can control the pro- computer and make it do what I want it to do. Right? I, I, that's a different knowledge than the knowledge of why it works and how to create the reality. But once it's there, I can I can use it. So Moshe Rabbeinu says to create the Mishkan, that's very difficult. You need uh, you know you need to be a Betzal, you need to be a, a, almost a God. But once it's there, that Mishkan, you push the button and the, and the Shekhinah is there. We don't have to. We don't need that 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 Madriga. It's there. The Russian put it as a physical reality in the world. So you walk in the, in the Mikdush and you do whatever you're supposed to do to walk in the Mikdush, the Chuba you're supposed to do and the Korma you're supposed to bring and the, the, the Tahara that you're supposed to prepare yourself for. And it works. And the version says, okay, if you, you, you wear Tefillin, it works. How does Tefillin work? Why does Tefillin bring the presence of a Kodesh Baruch into, into, your, into you? Why does it make it Kodesh? I don't know. Do I have to know why to make it work? Yeah, it's, it's you know it's 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 a mitzvah to understand why because it's a mitzvah to understand the the, the Russian is expressing himself that that's part of the, the, the process of knowledge of a kaddish But it's not necessary to know it to believe that it works. I'm saying, no, I don't understand how computers work. It must be they're not true. Nobody says that. I, they work. I don't. I, I can't believe that. I don't know why tefillin should do anything for you. It must be that tefillin don't do anything for you. I don't see how mitzvahs work. There's only sense to me that mitzvahs work. Right? The Russian can impregnate physical realities with the presence of the Shekinah. He can, pres- he can, he can take my actions and make them Kaddish, that they bring Shekinah. 
Well, it doesn't make any sense to me. Right? You know, and like that that sentence is, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a mitzvah to know. I, I, like to, I like to know also. But because it doesn't make any sense to me is the reason that it can't be true. Like, there, there's so many things in this world. There, there's no human being nowadays. The amount of knowledge that exists in that world, they have, like, you know, these, you know, information explaining to how much knowledge exists, which, of course, is obsolete as soon as you write it. <laughs> right? There's no, there's no human being who knows all the knowledge that exists in the world. You know, you know, it's fascinating to watch our society. Like, we become much more... Everybody's a specialist nowadays. Because the more knowledge which we have, the more that a person to be an expert in something, by definition, he's going to focus on a, on a, on a limited area. The individuals which are able to encompass tremendous amounts of areas and know them all with levels of expertise are quite unique. I, I always have this comment in the, in the, in the, in the frum world, you know, you have the swarm nowadays, like, you know. So the person writes, you know, Shluch HaKain Kilchosa. This person spent like three years researching Shluch HaKain, right, you know, whatever it was. So he knows everything is known about Shluch HaKain. You ask him about Erevin, you know, Erevin, you know, right, you know, right, that's not his job, you know, his job is, you know, right, Erev, Rube Chatzeris Kelchosa, Erev Tavshilin Kelchosa, you know, the same for Erev it's 600 pages long. Everything you want to know about Erev Tavshilin, you know, and afraid to ask, you know, like that's the subtitle. And then you have the Rube Yashas, the Meshama Zalmans, and the Rube who, were knew more than the people who spent three years researching it, plus knowing everything else like that. You know, they're, they're experts in everything. But you know, those those are most people. There's an amount of that. So so the average human, average intelligent human being, not you know, uh, has areas we have expertise and areas where he's, where he's very unknowledgeable, he's very ignorant. She says, "Well, that makes sense to me. So it can't be. That's ridiculous." He knows that there's areas he's not he's not he's not knowledgeable. In. So we're introduced that there's a world where that the Russian says, I have a way to make the world work for you. I have a way that, the, that I've created a system to bring Shekhinah back into the world. Whether it's because the Matatar required that, whether it's because the Chet required that. Right? But there's a, there's a vehicle which allows it to happen. It's the Mishkan. It's, we don't have the Mishkan. It's, you because know, I'll say it's the Dalai Lama it's like the reverse says it's the words it's the word of God, it's the Torah keeping the mitzvahs. They all function. Just one more quick piece, so we have to stop. So Surah says, We don't understand how it works. We know that it works. You use your paints, you make your physical thing, and I will come in my presence and be there. I will let it accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish. And any mitzvah does that. So when you make kiddush over wine and you put on tefillin and you, you put out of leather, you're taking this physical thing and making it a vehicle for shechina. How's it work? I don't know, but it doesn't make a difference. Maybe the kach shetishu by shechina mitzvahs achilas matzah. I get a mitzvah gash v'shel lishas akemach afiyosoi lishma. V'hakach I get a pulas achilas gash misyotzehu tetsoshal kedusha v'kena rabbis. 
Now, just the quotes over here, Eich Chavos Levov is at the end of this paragraph. You just said a word. You just looked. Like, what I accomplish? What seems to be a minimal action on your part, the Russian says is very valuable. <coughs> you just, like, you know, the, the, the analogy to the. You just put, you just, like, you move the mouse and you touch this little thing. It's a little action. Makes a tremendous power. And what do I do? I just touch the. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, you just <laughs> destroyed the whole program. Or you just like you just solved the whole the, the whole problem. What do I do? I just touch the. It works. The same in Averis. So you know, like, you know, you lived in a very physical world. That, you know, two hundred years ago, like you know, you know, it, it, you know, it didn't work like this. You know, you had to dig your kishkas out for like five years to make a house. You know, like you know, you know you just touch a button, and you have a house. Like, you know, so you just like. Like put, put put eight strings and wow, like it makes kedusha. Really, like you know, how's it work? Right but now, we, we we why why shouldn't it work? Like the whole world works like that. Positive, right? You know, Technology. so so says so, so, so that 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 is the power. Bershom put all these actions and all of these items that they have functions within this big you know system. They have tremendous power. We we relate to that totally. Um, you know, once you, we live in a world of waves, and you know, and you know, all the different things. Like, why not? It makes so much sense. I mean, do I understand how waves? Why waves work? I don't know why waves work, but they do. You know, I, I don't. I don't have to understand why to know that that it, it's so that it's it's so obvious that it's real. I think that's the point that we're, that we're you know we're getting at. So we moved from the Ikishkinim Tatarim. That there was a point in time where it was totally natural that the Russian presence should be so available and so, so accessible. We didn't need Maisemitzah for that even. All the reason they didn't need any Maisemitzah, it just was. Because that state of being is not going to exist to loss of love, but there's going to be a point in time we don't need Mitzvahs anymore. Right? But till that point, the Russian says, I'm going to create a system which will allow you to do that. And that system is, the Russian says, I'm going to put things in the Bria which function as. Full expressions of a Baruch Hu, even they seem to be just simple, sim- simply very physical things. That's the point that we're saying. Okay.